0: to another episode of stick together this episode is produced on the lands of the kulin nation in nam um, we would like to pay our respect to elders past and present of the kulin nation and acknowledge this land was never ceded i'd like to acknowledge that this show is looking at the history of australia day and january 26 i acknowledge this can be a challenging time for aboriginal people i think a way that we can play an active role in standing alongside aboriginal people is to learn listen and stand up alongside the struggle for land and justice. Please be aware that this episode of Stick Together may contain names and voices of Aboriginal people that have died. I'm your host this week, James Brennan. Stick Together is a weekly show of union news, workers' struggle and social justice issues. The show is broadcast across the country onto your community radio station, through the Community Radio Network, with the support of the Community Radio Foundation. On today's show, we're looking at the origins of Australia Day and the changing landscape of the national holiday. We started the show today with a rendition of the song, We Are Australian. This version was half sung in Yawaroo and half English. The Yawaroo language comes from the northern region of Western Australia. I think this song encapsulates what some people would like in a coming together of culture under the banner of multicultural Australia. But I think what we're going to see uh, throughout this episode is that things are perhaps a little bit more complicated than that, and that's certainly something that we saw in recent time with the referendum and all of the things that went around the debate and political discourse with that. Change is slow, but a change is going to come. It wasn't too long ago that Australia Day was a public holiday like many others in the country. People who were lucky enough to work in an industry that has holidays would get a public holiday day off. For a lot of people that meant a barbecue, getting drunk, watching the cricket and maybe listening to the Hottest 100 on Triple J. It's always had people on either side fighting for the meaning of the day, with Aboriginal-led protests and state-led Australia Day parades a key part of its history. The majority of people have mostly sat in the middle doing a combination of the previously mentioned leisure activities. But over the past 10 years, there's been a shift away from the hyper-nationalism of the Howard government years, moving towards a time soon when the date will likely be changed. In 2018, Triple J stopped hosting their Hottest 100 countdown on January 26. Many local councils have stopped celebrations and moved citizenship ceremonies. Victoria stopped its parade during COVID and has never resumed it. There are still celebrations with the military and government keen to show off the power of the state and really try to wrap some nationalism around the country as they head into a new year. It's widely understood, though, that there is at least a time for reflection and that a large amount of people do want change. In the early 19th century, January 26th was a more Sydney-centric celebration, sometimes called Foundation Day. These were initially for informal gatherings and parties, but by 1838 it was declared a public holiday to mark the 50th anniversary of the colony. As the other colonies were established, they celebrated their own foundation, rather than January 26. During the Federation debates of the 1880s and 1890s, there was a push for a single national holiday. There were some states that objected to this, that this is a date that was focused mostly on New South Wales. But by the centenary of the British arrival in 1888, all colonies except South Australia observed the day. Even after the Federation in 1901, the primary national holiday was not January 26, but Empire Day, celebrated on May 24. The choice of that date was Queen Victoria's birthday, and a form of celebrations were more imperial to England than the nationalism that we've seen in more recent times around Australia and its military quests. It wasn't until 1915 that Australia Day emerged as a kind of fundraising effort for the First World War. Held on July 30, the first Australia Day was directly shaped by the experience of the Gallipoli landing and continued to be held in July for the remainder of that war. By 1935, the states all agreed to use the name Australia Day and celebrate it on January 26 but it was a decision that caused controversy and protest. The 150th anniversary in 1938 was celebrated nationally, but also saw First Nations communities declare the date to be a day of mourning. Similarly, the 1988 bicentenary bicentenary celebrations epitomized the contested meaning of January 26. It saw huge mobilizations of Aboriginal peoples from communities right across the country, mobilizing in Sydney. It was only in 1994 that Australia Day became a public holiday in every state and territory. Technically, January 26 does not mark the arrival of the first fleet to Australia, leaving England on May 13, 1787. The first ships arrived at Botany Bay on January 18, but Arthur Phillip decided it was not a suitable site. It was January 26th which marked the day the British flag was hoisted at Sydney Cove. Today, Australia Day is presented as a day to celebrate the nation, but for many people, it's considered Invasion Day or Survival Day. During these recent years of change, we've seen the Australia Day parades be replaced by huge Invasion Day marches going through the major cities of the country. For some people, they are happy to change Australia Day to another day. that can look to celebrate both the historical Australia, including Aboriginal history, up to the modern-day multicultural country that we are today. But for others, no matter the date, it would still be reminiscing on a part of the history that has not been reconciled or resolved. Many workplaces are now allowing workers to be able to swap the Australia Day public holiday for another workday they can take off. Where to then for the rest of the days that celebrate horse racing, a king's birthday, and religious days that the majority of the country don't believe in? Unions have fought hard to have time workers can take away from work, but perhaps the holidays should better reflect the values of the majority of people in the country. Throughout this show, I've put together music, stories and words, mostly from Aboriginal people, sharing their thoughts on Australia, Invasion, Survival, Resistance Day, and what it means to them. I hope you enjoy the show.
1: It's pretty difficult to acknowledge that everything that you're celebrating on that day is pretty much built on blood you know that's a, that's that's an that's a hard conversation to have really difficult when you're having a great day and that's your day
2: said okay you know bro, we can celebrate but sure. well, we can together yeah. talk about the weather call that Australia day that's that land-taking, flag-waving attitude Got this new
1: captain cook dance to show you how to move How hey, you wanna raise a flag with a rifle to make us wanna celebrate anything but survival The only way, logically, I see forward is a conversation on a national level where everyone has a voice, you know? And the voice of the people who are disenfranchised is put on blast through a megaphone.
2: And also, like, the idea that it happened 200 years ago and then it doesn't reflect now. You know what I mean? Yeah, like Like started at 1788, and just stop my hand when it, gets, <laughs> when it gets better for us. So just stop my hand. Yeah. Spin around. <laughs> <laughs> Come back. We have to make ourselves uncomfortable to be able to make everyone else uncomfortable to initiate change. Because if we're all comfortable, nothing's going to change.
1: We are the oldest, longest, continuing culture. We're an empire. My name is Iggy Ramo. Ramo is a Solomon Islander word which means warrior. For me, that's fluid, like that's dynamic. I'm a warrior of love, like I'm compassionate. My fight, my fight's a yeah. quality, like that's what I'm here to do. While you're here, like you just have to use your voice, like you have to understand why you're doing what you're doing. And if you're Indigenous, like you come from an oral culture, like we are storytellers, like that's inherent, that's in my blood. Like I have 50,000 years of knowledge. We were warriors, but for me, I'm driven by love for this fight, fighting for what's right. That's my protest. That's what I'm here to do. I just never really felt like Australia was ready to listen. The pandemic really just highlighted I have to speak on things that are important to me Like I have to be authentic You can feel my rage, yeah I'm red hot You either get my point Or you get point blank shot I ain't forgot You see black lives is nuisance, broke your own laws, suspended constitutions. I'm fueled by hate, strapped up, ready for war. But mama told me love's the only thing we're fighting for. But I ain't felt hope in a long time. Black lives ain't made nothing in a long time. So, um, hold up on your face, on your palate, how it tastes. Will it take another life to go to waste before you get up to date with the state? Of inequality between race It's not about black and white It's about all humans getting basic human rights So I So I So I I Swallow my pride and look you in the eyes Give you my time You see I stand for something. I stand for something. I stand for something. I stand for something. Knock, knock, I'm standing at your door like Jehovah's Witness. See, I could be the greatest just like Robert Spitting. And I don't really care if you ain't ready to listen. Cause our people losing lives, forget the system. The government, ain't never really care about us. They stole our use, so now we're drowning in the fountain. And black voices never heard upon your TV. Black thoughts caught your ears, so now all of you people hear me. And how it say so many lives with gun laws But I'm shooting holes like pull down right, I save my black balls Please won't you knees be polite, only white Life's worth saving and that ain't right So stop it, this discussion is disgusting My mind racing, next racist is risks I slit and have gushing I'm locked in a cell and my education means nothing Even though they said sorry, you'd never change nothing, stand for something I stand for something, I stand for something, I stand for something, over half my peers more likely to see prison than to get an education, how's that life worth living, how's that life worth living, I stand for something
0: listening to stick together and in this episode we're looking at australia day invasion day and the history of the date and what it means particularly for some of the aboriginal people whose voices we're hearing from today and the voices that we've already heard that was ziggy ramo with a few words and then one of his songs and before that we heard from ab original Now We're going to hear from a few voices reflecting across generations on what Invasion Day, Australia Day, Survival Day means to them and then we're going to hear a little bit about some of the resistance and the Aboriginal tent embassy in Canberra.
2: Australia Day. (sighs)
0: Mm, Australia Day,
2: it's an interesting one. Australia Day. What is Australia Day? Don't you mean Invasion Day?
0: It means different things for different people. For us it means survival. Invasion Day. Our
2: survival. Survival Day. And celebrations of survival of one of the oldest
1: cultures, if not the oldest culture on the earth. Racism. I think a joke. It's really sad.
0: My gut drops.
1: The fact that they celebrate that day that we lost all that we had. Yeah,
2: pissing me off. It's insensitive to say the least. An offence.
1: It's everything at once. Brotherhood, sisterhood, clan, mob,
2: strength. It does bring up a lot of hurt, a lot of heartache. It's like somebody that comes into your house, does horrible things to your family, and they're like, ah, dude, we're gonna like, have like a party, have a barbecue and listen to Triple J. Yeah, and we're gonna put it on the date we turned up, and you're like, kind of sadistic man like why would you do that
0: people celebrating the day that your people got slaughtered and invaded and the day that caused all that destruction and all that suffering to very peaceful people
2: for a lot of aboriginal people and Torres Strait Islanders it's a day of mourning it's the day that marks the beginning of the massacres it's celebrating rape it's celebrating murders. I celebrate
1: so many things about being here, about how beautiful this country is, but at the same time there's a dark and disconnected culture.
2: I think that our country is a great country and it's beautiful and there are a lot of opportunities here. I feel that celebrating Australia Day on the 26th of January is wrong. doesn't make any sense. The 1st of January 1901 was when the states federated to become a country. It was loosely called Australia before then. It became official. This was now the nation called Australia, the Commonwealth of Australia. That should be Australia Day. If it's truly a celebration of what we are as a nation, then we need to include the first nations of this country. A day that we could all celebrate. I'll help you celebrate it if you like. We're quite inclusive people, so... We just want to be included as well. Maybe you should celebrate Australia as a whole and as it was before.
1: And think about who's included in that culture when you're celebrating. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land.
2: The attend embassy is a beacon. It's this flickering light in the night for the Aboriginal community in terms of its unresolved historical grievances with the occupation of Australia. The land belongs to us. We belong to the land. It is our home. So in 1972, at that time, uh, there was a height of political activity uh, and Aboriginal activism. On Australia Day, January 26, a number of key uh, Aboriginal activists set up the Aboriginal Dead Embassy opposite the uh, then Parliament House, and they put up a beach umbrella uh, as symbolic as the first state uh, proclaiming Australia as as Aboriginal land. So I guess that started, it grew from a few dozen tents up to about 2,000 supporters during that period of time. course you can imagine that at that time the very uh, conservative nature of Australian politics there was a lot of pressure to try and close down the embassies there was quite a violent uh, clash in July of 1972 police forcibly removing the hundreds of protesters from the lawns of the uh, embassy many people were arrested of course and, the, and their property was torn down while it certainly raised Uh, the awareness amongst the general community for the first time about very serious political activism and claims for legitimately the kind of rights of uh, First Nation peoples in this country. Well, I think it's been impressive 50 years. Not many people may have liked it, or it might not have been popular with a lot, a lot of people, but the fact that the strength of conviction and the fact that it continues to remain relevant in the eyes of Aboriginal people, and I think a greater sense of consciousness of the broadest community, it's embedded now in the social and cultural consciousness of the nation, and I think that that's a critically important. Sovereignty was never ceded, it was never given. So there has to be negotiations, there has to be negotiations for a formal settlement. We still have uh, serious matters to attend to, Um, and I think the embassy continues to demonstrate the kind of strength of the conviction and the focal point for not only Aboriginal people's aspirations, but also certainly from the nation's point of view in, in relation to challenging the truth, the consciousness of this country.
0: Thanks so much for tuning in to the show. This is Stick Together and I've been your host, James Brennan. Stick Together is a weekly show of union news, workers' struggle and social justice issues. The show is broadcast across the country and onto your community radio station through the Community Radio Network with the support of the Community Radio Foundation. If you want to catch up on any previous episodes, you can go to the 3CR website or wherever you normally listen to podcasts. And to close out this Uh, episode of the show i'm going to hear a song from midnight oil it's called change the date and it features gurumu yulapingu and dan sultan until next time stick together